podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everyone and welcome to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast and we are live again Friday night on YouTube and um, first before I let you get into it, I'd like to say a big thanks to, I don't even know what that was there honestly, um, I'd like to say a big thanks to John Lamy first for the, the three coffees he bought, that was um, very kind of you John, that'll, that'll get Scotia a couple of pints for tomorrow. Um, Hopefully there's no bloopers after that wee introduction. I don't know whose phone that was there, but I'll guess it was, it's the, new, it was the new guy. Ali, it was the new guy. He's, he's, he's oh, a very inexperienced at this, mate. Well, I was just going to introduce the gang we have tonight. We have a full house tonight. Um, the rumours that were circulating that Ryan was been sacked um, are false. He's back, and he's back. We are buying. Um, Ryan, how are you doing tonight? Great to be here. This is my first podcast. I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, a bit nervous. Um, <laughs> the the noise you heard there is my son FaceTiming me, and he's still FaceTiming me. Clearly, he's not watching the podcast at the moment. Uh, I'm good, boys. It's good to see your faces, and Rangers are back. It's a great feeling, and signings are coming in as well. I said the last pod I was on, tolerance and sanity, they will come, and they've come in abundance. Exactly, and Scotia, I apologise because I blamed you instantly for that. It wasn't you, so I apologise for that one. Um, how, how, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, Ali. Cheers. It's um, it's good to have all four of us back because it's been about a month now. It must have been since all four of us were on. So at least we get a wee, a wee quick rundown before the, the season starts proper next week. So now, good to be on. Yep, and last but not least, um, Scott Carney, two, three weeks into being a, a father now. Must be just like a normal routine you're into now. Yes, very much so, mate. Uh, I was saying just before we come on, this has been my first full week back at work, and yeah, I mean, he's great, like, he is great, but everything just catches up on you, man, like, it really does, uh, tiredness, but no, everything is great, mate, he met you during the week, yep. so he was, yeah, he was, he was delighted at that, but no, everything is great, mate, but that step closer to having competitive football back, it all seems very much around the corner now, uh, so looking forward to this, mate. Yeah, to be honest, we've got quite a lot to get into tonight in terms of Rangers news, which which is good. So um, we'll just dive straight into it. And it was a West Ham game on Tuesday night there. Carney, you obviously had a match reaction on it and a breakdown um, about the game. Myself, Scotia and Ryan were all at the game. Um, I've seen the team lineups before. West Ham putting out pretty much their starting lineup, I would say, which they usually do. Us were a strong team, but obviously none of the new players were really bedded in. Um, only Cholak was really there and, and Suter from the beginning. But Ryan, you were there with your dads. Um, first half was all right. Second half, once the new boys come on, was good. What was your overall thoughts of the performance for Rangers? And, um, which I thought, 20 minutes of that second half, outstanding football for Rangers. Yeah, they played some They played some really attractive football. Um, I, was, I enjoyed it. Uh, usually with friendlies, I don't. I'm not really fussed to them. Uh, I think last year I went to... Was it Real Madrid and Bright? We had I only went to them because we had closed door for so long, so I was desperate to get back into Ibrox. And then these two games come up, and I thought, oh, I'll just go to them. I'm so glad I went on Tuesday. Um, I think Gio can kind of set up two teams. 
Um, a kind of team, I know he had no decision but to play Cholak really uh, up front because we're kind of lacking strikers at the moment. But I think he played kind of last year's team in the sense that with last year's tactics with the three three midfielders with Jack, Kamara was slightly forward in Lundstrom. You could see Rangers will always have a lot of possession against teams because we're, we're a decent football team, let's be honest. But I think in the second half, when you seen that he burned one of the midfielders, it was Jack that went off and Tom Lawrence come on and uh, Matondo come on and Scott Wright went off. Different team, a totally different team. Just instead of too many passes sideways, it was it was direct football. It was cutting teams up in triangles. I know it sounds like an old cliche, but it really was. And attractive to watch as well. I love the way they kind of, although it gave you a kind of a heart scare a few times, the way we kind of drew West Ham into us just by passing the ball a bit about the back. McLaughlin seems to really fancy himself at doing those wee Cruyff turns, but um, I thought his tactics worked well as well. Rangers were phenomenal for, as you say, 15, 20 minutes. And I was very impressed with our new signings. And I had so many positives to come out of friendly, and that's what you're looking for. I think there was, if you look at the couple of negatives, I would say Scott Wright for me, I'm kind of at the stage where I'm, I don't think he's going to cut it with Rangers, I'm sorry, but we seem to go around and around about with, with Scott Wright and think, oh, he can do it, he can do it, and then he gets his chance and just, I think we're I think we're moving on to higher quality now and Matonda looks like the man, he looks like the right winger that we've been waiting for. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I listened to Carney's uh, match reaction, he picked out, me and Scotia were the same, we sat beside each other, Scott Wright we thought was was quiet compared to the last couple of games he played for Rangers in pre-season. And I also thought Suter at times looked slightly shaky as well. And we'll come on to obviously another signing. But Scotia, we went along on Tuesday night, seen the team beforehand, was slightly disappointed again because you want to see all the new guys straight in, but understand what Gio was was doing. Tillman wasn't there, but we know the reason for that. But um, obviously I sat beside you on Tuesday night, but... That second half in particular that Ryan's talking about, three absolutely outstanding goals. And as Ryan alluded to, we two were shitting ourselves when they're playing this ball out the back Rangers, but the way they did it and broke with, with Lawrence and the boy Matondo, it looks very exciting going forward. Yeah, you're referring to that second goal there, and it all started sort of from, I think it was McLaughlin and Barisic down in yeah. the, the left-hand side of the pitch and then worked the ball all the way up. And yeah, it was a great ball. The way that it broke forward, Matondo and Lawrence, it's... It shows you what we were missing last season, I think, in terms of those type of players getting in that area. And I think both Matondo and Lawrence as well made Kent kind of up his game a wee bit in that 20-minute period because obviously he goes away and scores the second, um, Kent, doesn't he? Um, but that goal, kind of reminiscent of the goal we scored against Galatasaray um, in yeah. the qualifiers for the Europa Cup season or two back. Um, no, I thought the, the whole night was really enjoyable. First half, thought we were fairly decent. I agree with what you're saying there. Um, in terms of right, Suter, I thought Suter was fairly solid, given that he's playing at the left side of that defence. I think Gio's doing that to see if that was an option that'll work, you know, going forward, just playing those two in the centre of the defence. thought it was okay, a wee shaky moment where the ball got cut in between him and Goldson. But you can't expect that in friendlies. But overall, first half, fairly decent, without really doing anything in the final third. And I did feel a wee bit sorry for Cholak, because I thought his movement was really, really good, but he just wasn't getting any service. And then, yeah, the second half was absolutely brilliant. Um, so it was an enjoyable evening. And I noticed as well that the, the new menu was on it um, in the stalls at Ibrooks for the food. Didn't actually taste any of myself, but I did see that the new menu was up and running. 
Yeah, that's fuck God. We could talk about all night. That's probably another discussion. I've said to Carney when I see him on Wednesday night about the new menu. We had a look, and I said to Carney, I was like, I, I don't know what it was like for Ryan and the Govan, but in the club deck, it was very limited in terms of what you was probably yes. worse, than last se- worse than last season. To be honest, what you could get. Um, but uh, aye, that's maybe something we could go into again because I let Rangers bed themselves on that first. But <laughs> Carney, obviously, you did your match reaction. A couple of players for me that stood out, and obviously it stood out for yourself. I thought Borna Barisic looked like a man that knew. Yeah, he's playing for his playing for his jersey. I know Ryan; he's, he's not Ryan's favourite pal, Borna Barisic. But I thought he put a good shift in Barisic, and I also thought um, Glenn Kamara as well was good. Slightly for, further forward, um, I thought he was decent, and then obviously the new boys in in um, Lawrence in particular, who I'm. I'm kind of raving about because I've seen him play for Derby a lot. He's that goal-scoring midfielder that I think we need, and you've seen that straight away from him. And obviously, boy, Matondo's get paced to burn. So I don't want to get too carried away with this Rangers team, but <laughs> I kind of want to get carried away. But um, it was very <laughs> enjoyable. It was. It was. I think that the partic- I particularly liked about um, Lawrence was the positions that he was picking up when we were going forward. He's just not scared to get himself into the box, and we've been screaming for that. And as good as we, some people think Link Mara is in that position, Lawrence is a completely different kettle of fish because he wants to be there. Like he want, he knows what runs to make. He's already that player. And I know we've said before that Kamara sometimes plays that position for Finland, but. I think Lawrence is definitely the player to be play, playing in that that number ten role. If you like, uh, I think it has to be him. Very impressed with him, and very impressed with Matondo. Honestly, he, he's bigger than I thought he was. I didn't think he was that that big in stature, and why wow, he's fast. <laughs> that boy is quick, absolutely quick. And I think, especially in European games, he could he could shine. He really could. Borna Barisic um, and John Suter, for that matter, I think both of them were very aware that Rangers are looking to do business and Suter knows that Davis has come in and I know we're going to come on to that, uh, so I'll leave my, my thoughts on that till then, but I was very impressed with Borna Barisic, like the first half especially, I thought he was great, I really did, I was. it was like, like a new Borna again, uh, it was very impressive to see, but I think he's... Um, the bit that summed the thing that summed it up for me is somebody put a a gif on, um, on Twitter, and it was the the bit from in between us. Well, that I think it's Jay, and he goes, "That's bang out of order." I'm first reserve, and it's like when Borner sees the Rangers are in for Yilmaz. <laughs> I was like, "That's probably how Borner's feeling right now," because if the rumours are to be believed, and I know we'll come on to it, then this boy's coming here to play. So, but look. It was pre-season, yes it was, but my goodness, that 20 minutes of the second half was something to behold. They just took the brakes off, Rangers, and decided, I think Geo's obviously decided, go out there now, 20 minutes, full full, full throttle, uh, and see what, you, see what you can do. And yeah, it was it was everything that you wanted to see. Very impressive for Lawrence and Matondo to make your, your debut like that at Ibrooks. And yes, they've scored in a friendly and they'll have to do it for the real thing, but <clears throat> it won't have given the confidence now um, that they can do it, that they definitely can do it. So I'll roll on tomorrow, mate, and roll on next week. I cannot wait now. Yeah, no, it was really enjoyable Tuesday. I mean, it was very warm in the heat and Tuesday night going along. Everyone was in their shorts, but it was... Um... I, it was a very enjoyable Tuesday night, and the new players in particular, I thought, Sean, which was a positive going forward. But moving on, obviously, the the big transfer rumour that was going about last week, I mean, we knew it was going to happen, was um, 
was Big Bassey, finally announced going to Ajax for reportedly 22 million up front, plus add-ons, etc., rising to possibly over 25, 26 million. So, Scotia, I'll come to you. This is money for a guy that really, I've said it in umpteen pods, if big Phil Hollander didn't get injured last season, would we have seen this from Bassey? I don't know. Um, but that type of business, this is a model we should be aiming for all the time. And Bassey's the first of hopefully many for that Rangers can cash in on. And it's some bit of business for Rangers. It is indeed. I mean, those numbers that you, you quoted there, Ali, were they euros? Because that seems a bit high from what euros. I've been reading in terms of, yeah, so about about £20 million pounds in, for the, in terms of the... I don't know the exact breakdown of the deal, Scotia, because I wasn't involved yeah. with it with Rangers. But <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, know, you can't contact, can contact a local Celtic fan and they'll be able to tell you right, okay. the breakdown right. of the deal to the exact... Yes, they will. Yes, they will. It was Euros, Scotia, reportedly Euros. Ah, Euros, right, right. yeah, because when you said 22, that seemed a bit higher than the reports I was reading, because I I know I was a wee bit disappointed in terms of the fee being and a wee bit of the low side if you were quoting in pounds there, but we do have that um, 10% sell-on clause, which Ajax don't generally do, so I think you know that's lowered the deal a wee bit there, but um, great bit of business in any case for Rangers, for a player that's only played in 65 games all in for us over his, his time here, getting, you know, 20 million quid back and then potentially rising even more, you know, if he goes on to develop at Ajax, as we hope he will, then that's tremendous business because we've we've not done it often enough. I was looking through Kenny our last bigger bigger transfers and you've got Patterson, similar mode there. And then previous to that, it was Hutton and then Boomsong, I think, are the only two that Kenny the stand out in terms of selling players on for a big profit. And obviously there's always a wee bit of a laugh and a joke about the, the Boomsong stuff and, and what happened there. But in terms for Bassey, for the player, I think it's a great move for him. Personally, going to that league, playing in that team, he's going to be playing in a, a club that are expected to win everything domestically. So that'll be good for him, similar to Rangers in that respect. And I think as well, it gives him a wee bit more stability in terms of, I've noticed an awful lot with players, be it from Scotland to any team in Scotland, go down to a premiership club. Invariably, the manager that brings them down gets sacked halfway through the season and they never get seen playing for the, that club again, and it just hinders their development. So I think in terms of Bassey, it's great um, development potential for him, and hopefully they do what they've done, I actually, what they've done with Martinez, selling him on for €50 million Euro to Manchester United. So we hope the same happens with Bassey. Yeah, Kearney, it's, it's business not to be sniffed at the Rangers. The, the, the figures for a guy that we got as a development fee for, for Leicester, it's, it's frightening. For a guy that really played two-thirds of a season, really, last season in terms of he wasn't, he was in and out at the beginning of the season until Big Phil got injured, but some amount of business put in just to bring that money in and which will come on to, to reinvest in the team with other players, so fantastic bit of business. Sad to see the big man go, but we, we can't say no to that. I'm devastated to see him go. Um, he, he won our hearts, the big man, just for the six months of football, and he's just such, such a he is such a likable guy. He really is. Even when when you hear him talking, and he's so keen to learn, and he's he's we've heard it so many times. He's a coach's dream. Everybody wants a player like that, constantly asking questions, constantly looking of ways to improve. There's a lot of people. Where I've seen some negative comments regarding the the transfer fee. I. I, I 
I think it's on, but it's just ridiculous business. It really is. If you owned a company and you were doing business like that, you would have all sorts of people wanting to come and invest because the the profit margin is gigantic. And I said it on um, on a Tuesday night after the after the game. If Bassi turns out to be the player that we all hope he's going to turn out to be, and why it hurts so much the fact that he's away, he will go for 50, 60, I mean, 70 million. You know what it's like in the English Premiership. He could go for ludicrous money. And the, the Scottish transfer fee that people speak about, Rangers also pass that because the, the add-on clause is going to take it well past 25 million, um, 25 million pounds. So I think it's amazing business by Rangers. I think it's amazing that they've managed to get the sell-on clause included into the deal because it's something that Ajax as a club don't do. Um, <clears throat> so I think it shows how keen they were for him. I think it's good that Bassi's also went to a place that he seems to really want to have went. Um, I think he, he's obviously fully understood it wasn't to be for him at Rangers. I don't think he would have been knocking at the door asking to leave. I think he was quite keen here. He was quite happy here. He seemed to enjoy it. But it's football, uh, and he has a massive future, uh, unfortunately, that's probably out with Rangers. Uh, I could literally see him going anywhere he wants. I think he could be big in Spain. I think he could be big in the English Premiership. Uh, I think the, the future is very bright for him. Absolutely gutted to see him go. Really am, but a fantastic business by Rangers. And, yeah, if we're continuing to be linked and investing the way that we are, then we'll be all slated, Ross Wilson. And uh, I think we've all had a... Uh, a bit of egg on our face, put it that way. Yeah, right. I mean, but the improvement in Bassi last season was frightening at times, game on game, the development in that boy. I'm trying to think of a guy that I've seen develop as, as fast as him. In back. The only one I can really think of was Alan Hutton back in the day when he had that kind of six months purple and they sold him to Tottenham. He had a kind of spell like that, but he's going to go on to Big things, Bassey. Um, disappointing that he's gone, but in a positive, I think we're attracting good players to Rangers now, and they'll look at Bassey and go, "If I go there, do well, play in Europe, I can then move on." So, I think it's a positive overall. Cheers, Ali. Took my answer straight away there, as, as you always do. Oh, that's that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, um, I think just to, just to, just to drive that home, I think. That is the more important aspect. Yes, the money is, is astronomical. The money is brilliant. It's a great deal for Rangers. Um, and getting the sell-on fee as well, which obviously the rumour was that Ajax don't do that with their deals. That's another great bit of business for Rangers to get that in place. But I, I totally agree with you. Um, but it's my point, not yours. That um, I think that, I think it's so <laughs> attractive to players to know that they can, they can come to Rangers, develop and move on to the Premier League. They all want to play there. They all want to go to the big leagues, La Liga and... Premier League or Serie A, possibly, but see when they know that path there. Joe Aribo's shown it, Parts has shown it, and now Bassey. You know, Bassey's going to move on to bigger things if he if he fulfills his potential. And I agree with you as well. But Hutton is very similar similar to the Hutton deal, where Hutton just seemed to excel rapidly over six eight months, and he was playing fantastic for us domestically. And then in the Champions League, he starts tearing it up and sticking out, and then he starts playing well for Scotland as well, and we were never holding on to Hutton, and it's very similar to, to Bassey. What Bassey now needs to do is go on to the next level, which he can do, but at the same time, I think there's a few bedwetters with us letting Bassey go. If we don't have a good season this season, we held on to Bassey, his value would drop significantly. We had to hit 
uh, strike when iron's hot and take that and take that deal. And I think Ross Wilson gets huge credit for this. If it is him who negotiates it, but as the club as a whole, I think I've benefited from Parsi coming here and I wish him nothing but the best. He's a humble big guy. I was listening to his interviews with Ajax and he's a very humble individual. So I wish him all the best and we'll probably see him when he's about 38, 39. <laughs> probably Davy we are playing at 41 or something I never know but um, I, I mean I'll come back to you Ryan obviously it's a, a good link to we're talking about um, attracting players to Rangers in terms of coming here developing moving on we've been heavily heavily linked with a boy Faye Besiktas 21 year old Rudvan Yilmaz 6 million euros the Eagle Scotia reported with a 20% sell on clause 5 year deal um, he's had five cap, five caps for Turkey, and he's twenty one years of age. Obviously, you were in Turkey recently, Ryan. I know you scouted him for Rangers. So, what's your thoughts on this boy? Was he on the back of any shirts, Ryan? Was he on the back well, of any shirts? I can't say too much, but yes, I did do a bit of scouting for Rangers, and the deal the deal's pretty much done, Ali. Pretty much done. <laughs> now nah, this boy looks he looks a real deal. I think that um, I think Gio has been very very shrewd with his business. Very should. I think he's identified the problems we have. I think Borna Barisic got a good chance last year to prove to Gio that he was a man for left back and didn't. And that's why you're seeing Rangers spend money on the left back position. I'm not saying Borna won't come back and, and maybe stick it up Gio, but this guy's coming to play. He's come to start for Rangers and it's another internationalist. There was a point in our banter years, if you want to put it that way, that we, I think we had no internationals. Our Carlos Bocanegra was probably the only one. Now we're just we just seem to sign international players constantly now, and that can only be a good thing. Um, had a wee look at my YouTube, of course, he looks absolutely Roberto Carlos style. He looks fantastic. <laughs> um, but what I'm reading is on Twitter is the only place I'm reading it. But I'm reading that Besiktas are not, but Besiktas fans are not too happy with the price they're letting him away for, and, and apparently he's a top player for them. Besiktas are regulars. Scotia would probably confirm this. I'm sure they're regulars in the in the Champions League. I think they're the team to beat in Turkey these days. So if we're signing players like that, this is down to, in my opinion, down to this European run. We have caught the eye. We are in the short window. We are attractive, an attractive club that we maybe once weren't uh, a few years back. And no, I'm excited. I'm excited with him. I'm excited about all the signings, really, if I'm honest, to get a guy from Bayern Munich as well who featured throughout the season following us. Even just as a sub, we'll look to be going about our business very shrewdly. Yes, Scotia, you're the, the stats man in this show and <laughs> I'd assume you've had a look at this boy for Besiktas, stats, etc. had a look at him. What's your, what's your thoughts on him? Obviously, I, I think he's maybe got a year left in his contract at the moment. Um, I know he wanted to get money because he's, that's his boyhood team, uh, Besiktas. So um, what's your thoughts on him? And have you done any scouting? Yeah, I like how you set me. I like how you set me up to fail on that one because I've had a very, You've very, very brief. Yeah, I've had a very brief look at him because nothing was confirmed, and it really only Kenny rolled into action over the course of sort of yesterday and today, really, and any rumours I've seen. But I've had a very brief look at him, and yes, looks ideal. Right, young age, twenty one is a good age to come in at because Born is getting on now. What Born is what twenty eight, twenty nine. So I, I think yeah, good age. No, he might be even as old as that, yeah. So good age yeah. to come in at. Um, I think we'd even, before Bassey left, left-back was probably one of the areas that we needed a wee bit extra depth to cover. Anyway, because obviously you've seen Devine getting played out there for 15 to 20 minutes and against West Ham, and obviously he's more naturally 
right sided. Um, so I think we definitely need that. So to have now two players in there vying for um, that left back spot will be good. Um, I do think he'll probably come in to be the starter. But I've got a wee, I'm giving um, Borna a wee bit more credit in the bank than Ryan perhaps is because I still think his performances last season were probably hindered by the injury that he carried into the, the very beginning of pre-season and the start of the season um, that he'd caught the season before. Um, but no, he looks good. Fairly decent stats. Um, good few assists. Maybe not to the level that you would expect from our fullbacks. But I don't I don't watch Turkish football, so I don't know if they're just that's the way that um, Besiktas tend to play or not. But like Ryan said, Besiktas are one of the, the, the top clubs, obviously traditionally top three club in, in Turkey. But at the moment, they're they're doing well. And he, he had a few games in the Champions League last season as well. So some good European experience. So, yes, looks interesting if we can get this done. No doubt it'll flash up in about seven or eight minutes time at seven o'clock that that's him signed. Well, hopefully, hopefully we can break news if our hands go on this. But um, Kani, like Scotia, can allude there to he's he's played a lot of games for for Besiktas at an early age in an intimidating league that is Turkey against decent teams in there. Scotia said he's played a couple of Champions League games. So this boy's coming in to play left back for us. He's not coming in to play second fiddle to Borna, and maybe that's why we're seeing that extra 20 percent in Borna at the moment. Yeah, we all know Bonner is very much a mental player. Um, we all know he's he's a he's a more than good enough left back, but only when he's he's in the right frame of mind. <clears throat> and I think it was a a wee bit of him trying to prove a point as well the other night. Uh, in terms of this deal, I, 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 I'd be painting the wall again um, from what Scotia said. I think he's coming in at the right time. I think Bonner's getting to that stage as well that he's kind of. <clears throat> he's been about. I don't expect Bonner to finish his career with Rangers at all. So I think he's getting towards the last stages of his Rangers career. Uh, and this boy's coming in is uh, yeah. There's a bit of hype around this uh, this one, and maybe it's the the fee as well. I don't know because we're not really used to this. It's not. I don't know what did be fifty grand or sixty grand for Jason Holt or how many years ago. Do you know what I mean? It's not that anymore. That's the thing. We're now at the point where. We're making we're making moves and we're making a bit of noise in European football. We're never going to be like Premier League spending wise, but the the business is good and it's exciting because we're looking to spend that amount of money on a player. I'm very excited uh, about this because there is rumours and I think he is at the age and Scotia spot on with his stats as well that he, he's not the he's not the kind of Rangers fullback yet but he's at an age where he could definitely be coached into that. I don't think there's any great doubt that he'll be able to adjust his game to what we expect as a fullback uh, at Rangers. So, very exciting. Um, I've, I have been furiously refreshing Twitter as we've been doing this, and the latest one that I've seen is that um, Yilmaz didn't take part in their training session tonight, so it doesn't look like he's there. Yeah. So, But, as I say, Fabrizio Romano said it earlier on, and I think 99 times out of a hundred he's correct so it looks like it's yeah. it's it's gonna happen uh it will happen as soon as we stop as soon as we go off here yeah. there's no doubt of course it will of course it will <laughs> uh and then obviously a guy that we have confirmed who was paraded at halftime i was supposed to be missed him because we were inside so he was paraded <laughs> by Tillman is um ben davis i'll come to you scotia as a defender at heart left-sided center half came for preston played a lot of games he's been out and loan a lot Went to Liverpool. I know the other side of the city were looking at him before he went to Liverpool. Chose Liverpool. He was at Sheffield United and loan last season. 
and um, he's came to us for a reported fee of up to four million, not euros, four million pounds. Um, what's your thought on this boy? Well, yeah, I think firstly, in terms of getting in another defender that's you know left sided, it's vitally important. It gives you that balance. So I think as soon as as soon as we heard the news about Hellander looking like he's going to have another one of these injury plagued seasons, it's something that we really needed, um, particularly with Bassi leaving as well. Um, so that's good to see him coming in because it allows you that balance that you can play a left footed player and a right footed player if you're playing a centre pairing the two. But I've got some suspicions. I don't know, but we probably won't get onto teams for the Spurs game. But I haven't got a suspicion that at some point tomorrow you'll see a back three of Suter, Goldson, and uh, Davis, um, just to see how that works. Um, so I think that's good. I think Carney had mentioned it on the the pod he'd done on um, Tuesday night there that the price that he's coming in for, it looks like he's going to have to be a starter unless one of the other players that are currently there ups their game and sort of keeps him out of the team, which works in my my book works either way for me. Um, so looking forward to it. Obviously, he went to Liverpool, but did he not go to Liverpool because they had like a defensive crisis at the point? Like Van Dijk was out and yeah. another centre-half was out, so they needed cover. So I think he, you know, he never really played for Liverpool. Um, but he's got over 150 games experience at championship level with Preston and Sheffield United last season. So he's got, you know that's a, a tough league because all the teams are really similar to each other. You know, there's not too many that are too far in front. So he's got good grounding in there. So I think he'll come in and be more than capable to handle stuff domestically and hopefully as well in Europe. Because like I say, I think he's going to be a regular starter for us over the course of the season. Yeah, Ryan, Scotia saying it there. And um, Carney obviously said it on his, after the West Ham game, Tim's a Davies. We're not spending that money, I'd imagine, for him to, to sit on the bench behind Sir. He's left-sided, so naturally he'd, he'd be better with Goldson. Um, what's your thoughts on him? And also, it puts Hollander even further down this pecking list, and even Nico Katic, who we don't talk about that much either. Yeah, I think I Gio's think probably looked at his return from Hollander uh, last season, and not just him, I know. I know people like Balogun, and I liked him as well. He did get injured a lot and obviously played with Nigeria as well. And he's probably looked at his return and games played for Rangers and thought, I can get someday, if not at the same level or better, and bring him in an upgrade. And I think you're starting to see why I let, why I let Balogun go. I don't, I've never seen Davies play before, not to my knowledge anyway. I know that he played with Sheffield, uh, Sheffield United last year, but I'm happy, I'm, I'm happy with Suter as well. But I think it's healthy competition. And I think... It's good to see again. I, I'll keep praising Joey Hart. He needs to get praised, but he is, there's no, he's not taking any risks. He's got two players in each position. He's not thinking to himself, hopefully Hollander's back and hopefully Katic works out. He's obviously been very clear to the board and said, I need a, a centre half or two if you're counting suitor. And I need them now. And I think that Ben Davies should, should walk up here. If he's played in the Championship and played down south, he should walk up here. He's six foot and he's what, mid-twenties mid only? I think he's still mid-twenties. Yeah, 26 or something, yeah. yeah. He's got uh, a career ahead of him. So, in the August. Yeah, so he's got a career ahead of him and I think it's I think it's a good bit of business. I was surprised we paid so much for him. I know it's a player from Liverpool but he hasn't played a lot of football but at the same time, you've got if, if he has quality then you've got to pay for it. But I'm looking forward to seeing him. I'm looking forward to seeing him tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah, Carney, obviously you did a, a bit on him after the West Ham game. 
he is coming in as a starter, Davies. He's not going to come up here and sit on the bench for us. He's been sitting on the bench for Liverpool, and that's why he went to Sheffield United. So, uh, similar to the rest of you boys, I've, I've, I do watch a lot of Championship football, but I can't say that I've really seen this boy or he stood out to me. So, I'll just need to judge him when I see him. Probably yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the same, mate. I, I, but at the same time, I still I still believe he's at the age, and he's played at enough clubs that he could have stayed down south. I would imagine, uh, and I always like when they 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 choose to to come to Rangers when there is other offers on the table. Now, again, every signing's a risk. I think everybody's going to say that, but. Uh, again, uh, Ryan made a fantastic point. I didn't think about that. You can maybe now see why Balogun did go. Um, I think there was always something else coming in the pipeline that Gio had planned, and we have a we have a left left footed. Am I correct? He's left footed, isn't he? Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah, left footed, left sided. Uh, yeah, it's everything that we've really been asking for, and I, I can't see how it can't be an upgrade on Hollander. Um, I, I think I give Hollander a bit of a bad time because. Because he's injury proneness, uh, but I have never, hand on heart, honestly felt like we were solid while Hollander was there. I know there was this thing kicking about that we hadn't conceded a goal while Hollander played, etc. for for so long. It was like a Twitter page, I think, at one point. Uh, I do get that, but I think this is going to be an upgrade. Uh, and I just uh, the, the the business, the lack of business at the start had us all wondering what was going on, and now the business is just getting better and better and better and I'm very excited to see to see him play uh, uh, so yeah that's what I mean we, we, we mentioned about Suter I think Suter was very aware the other night that there was somebody had just signed and was going to be paraded very soon uh, and the kind of the rush of bloods to the head when he got caught out a couple of times uh, I think Suter still have his part to play of course I do uh, but I think you, we are not spending that money for the guy he's sitting on the bench so uh, it's going to be Golden and Davis at the back yeah, no, I, I, I agree with Scotia. I, I can see this back three being played in certain games. I, I think yeah. we've got the players to play it now, so it'll be interesting to see him going forward. But before we move on to other stories that have come on, it is a word from our sponsors. Manscaped have signed up Club at 22 for the coming season. Got Bush, you definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor, Manscaped. Taking control of your bush is important. These products are so good. You're going to be shown pride in your new bush-free garden. It's a fact that you'll have the best kept nut sack on the coldy sack, save big and be the most hygienic version of yourselves by using our discount code CLUBIT22 for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Crotch discomfort hurting your game? Fear no more. The kings of crotch comfort, Manscaped, have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxers briefs out there. Sleek, soft, comfortable and flexible. The brand new boxers 2.0. Take your balls to the Royal Ball Throne. The global leaders in below the waist grooming have the lawnmower 4.0 for the trimming, so you can wear your boxers 2.0 for the chilling. And they are decent eh, boxers, to be fair. Carney really likes them. <laughs> Finish it off with your crop preserver, ball deodorant, and crop reviver. Spray on testy toner, which is Scotia's favourite. So 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code CLUBIT22. And what will your balls do, Ryan? Yeah, balls will thank you. <laughs> well, indeed. <laughs> Thanks to Manscaped for the continued support. Go check out their products. They're generally fantastic. And if you use the code, it supports our podcast as well. So 
Yeah, I always love reading that big spiel out because it's huge. And I can hear Scotch in the background giggling, giggling, giggling like a schoolgirl. So it doesn't quite help when he's doing that in the background. So Scotch, well, you're I, up for the next one. You just have to do it sometimes because I do it all the time. And I've oh, got I know, it's like, a fair spiel. All the time. Yeah, you've got it. Do you know what I mean? You've got it. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, that's, I've tried, I had to mute myself. I was actually going to slip something in that time because the last time I didn't. I thought I would have read it. Me I would have been like, like Ron Burgundy. He always reads it up, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought I, I thought it's tough enough as it is, mate. But no, thank you, Manscape. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that big spiel to read out. It's brilliant. Um, but no, <laughs> moving on. Um, I'm going to come to a man that says what he thinks all the time. He'll he'll say to folk in the comments what he thinks too. Ryan, the BBC have said sorry to Rangers. And apparently they are getting back in back into Ibrox as of this season. What's your thoughts on the BBC? Well, now that I no longer work with them, Ali, uh, obviously we kept that a bit quiet, but I no, I no yeah. longer work with them, so I can probably have my, call, my say on this. Uh, long time coming, probably, if I'm being honest. Uh, things like this do seem petty, but I quite like the way Rangers went about it, Ali. I mean, if you're going to write nonsense or tweet nonsense or whatever report nonsense that's not fact or correct then get it up you you're not coming to us we, we we run Scottish football well us and that lot run Scottish football we're the big we're the big fish so we're where the, the views come in for them we're where the hits come in for them everything Rangers is where where they'll make their money and they must have hated it Rangers really stuck it up them but my understanding it might be wrong so this is not me giving you any inside information, but the last I heard Rangers stands on it was if any agreement came in place and they could move on from this, it was on the terms that Chris McLaughlin would not get back into Ibrox, so that will be very interesting if Rangers have stuck with that. But yeah, you've got to be you've got to be mature, you've got to move on with things and listen, I think a lot of people will be glad to see Rangers back on BBC because not everyone can afford um digital television. Um so some people get to see them, whether it's, I don't know, the BBC get cup games? No, it isn't. It's Premier, isn't it? Premier. Does it get Scottish yeah. Cup? No, so even they might get the, yeah. they'll get the final, maybe. They might get the final, final. but I don't think they'll get the So, bit. just about a Rangers, they'll get Rangers content, and hopefully it's a bit less biased, but um, I'll be, I'll be, I'd like to hear Mr Stewart say, uh, say mm-hmm. on it. I'd love to hear what he's got to think about it. He must be <laughs> fuming. Yeah, can it'll be interesting to see about McLaughlin if he's still going to be standing in that roundabout or whatever, or is he actually going to be in at Ibrox? So, yeah, um, the BBC to me can shove their apology. They're only doing it because they need to get back in at Ibrox because they know we are the Premier team. We were in a Europa League final last season. We're making business this season potentially to win the, the league um, this season coming. So they have to be in at Ibrox. And to me, it's an apology. I, I don't think it is an apology from. It's just to get back in the iBooks. That's all it is for me. The statement was powder puff, man. It absolutely was. It, it was like trying to take ownership, but not at the same time. It was like a like a letter from an insurance company. Do you know what? I mean? It was horrific. Uh, I'm the same. The BBC can do one. I've got no interest in the BBC having anything to do with Rangers. Uh, it's more for them than it is for us. I don't think we need the BBC to be involved. I do understand the argument of not everybody can afford um, to subscribe or to, to do anything along the lines of that. I do understand that. I do. But, um, I mean, all you're really going to get is the interviews after 
after the games now. That's yeah. it. Because before it used to, they would just read out whatever he said to RTV. They would literally watch RTV and then put it on as a kind of speech bubble, if you like. So, no, I, I am in the same understanding as Ryan that um, that we that we thing won't be anywhere near um, Ibrooks, um, which should remain like that. And I would imagine the same will apply for Mr. Stewart as well. Um, he shouldn't be anywhere near Ibrooks in my opinion either. But this is, uh, nah, I mean, I get Rangers doing it. Rangers are still within their rights to knock back anybody that they want. Um, it's their stadium. They, they can do what they please with it. Uh, but yeah, it's all about. We'll wait and see. I will wait and see. Obviously, I don't want to be too overly critical, even though I probably am. But we'll wait and see what the kind of coverage is going to be like and what the, the response to the, what BBC's response to it will be, if you like, in terms of the way that they're going to portray Rangers. But I'm not really interested in it, to be completely honest. I'm shocked that it happened. Hell is definitely frozen over now. I never expected this to happen. I can only imagine there's powers that be above BBC Scotland that's come in and said... Um, you have to, you have to make an apology here. You have to, but nah, not for me. Scotia, any thoughts to add on the BBC? Um, well, to be honest, it's been that. See, well, see, it's been that long since we've kind of been at each other's throat that I actually forget what the incident was that started the whole thing off in terms of Chris McLaughlin not being allowed in, and then it was obviously that standoff. So it's been for years like that. Um, but ultimately, I think it's a good thing that they're now moving forward with it because the BBC is a, a sort of a national public service that should, you, you obviously, it's been said often enough, you have to pay for it. You, you know, you have to pay your TV licence if you've got a TV. So you have to pay for that. So you should be getting decent coverage, you know, and Rangers fans, you know, in terms of the sporting football audience in Scotland will make up over 50%, I would imagine, of the kind of viewership in Scotland. Um, so they need like a balance viewing that so hopefully they can move forward but it's the BBC in Scotland in general the sports stuff in it for me has been going it's not been great for a while now you used to get loads back in the day it seemed to be an awful lot better and you know there was loads of TV shows at the moment all that's really there's the terrace which is a decent program but you know that's aimed at non-old firm fans really um so not for you know it's not really somewhere you'd go to get Rangers news but I think it's good in terms of moving forward. And I kind of agree with what um, Carney's saying there, that I think BBC down in London and Manchester must have been looking over the past few seasons, particularly when Gerard came in. Like, why aren't we going to get interviews with Gerard? And then obviously last season, getting to the Europa League final. Wait a minute, you've got the Europa League finalists, but you're, you're refusing to kind of deal with them. So I think it's in the best interest of everyone that we move forward with it and We'll, like everyone else, we'll just see what comes with it. I'm not expecting a huge amount to start with, but hopefully it can grow over the years. Yeah, we'll see what happens with the BBC, but I'm not interested in them, so we move on. Anyway, moving on to something that hasn't been confirmed, but it pretty much has been confirmed hopefully over the weekend. It will be. Um, Gary, I'll come to you. Our captain signed in 2015 from Wigan for whatever it was, 200, 300 grand is reportedly signing a two-year contract extension to 2026, which would take him to a testimonial, James Tavernier, and the age of 34. I think this guy could go on for even more years because he's just a machine. We've said it for donkeys, Carney. He's happy here. He's settled. He's got his kids. He's a captain of the Rangers as well. Um, this, this is good news. 
Terrific news. Uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic news. Uh, when's the last time anybody had a testimonial for any yeah. team? Like, genuinely. Uh, it used to ha- it seemed like it happened all the time when we were younger and grown up, and it, it probably did. It's not the way football is nowadays. But no, for Tav to commit pretty much the rest of his career to us, uh, it's it's brilliant. I think he could retire at Rangers if he really wants to. This guy is... Um, He's going to go down as one of the best pound for pound for pound players we have ever bought, based on his stats and the return that he's had. He went through the absolute dribble wells and he's came back and he's been rewarded for it. And he, he deserves to lift a lot more trophies than he has so far. Uh, I am I'm, I'm delighted about this. I really am. I think he deserves it. Um, he deserves to be one of the highest paid at the club, uh, which he probably I'd imagine will be now. And yet, it, for him to stay and to get a testimonial, that's going to be a, a spectacular, a spectacular achievement, a spectacular event to go to. Um, goodness knows who we'll see back for for a game like that. You'll probably will probably play against a, a a mixed version of the players that used to play for Rangers with him at the same time. That'd be Rob some Kiernan. team to find. <laughs> You're Rob Kiernan, I think that maybe Martin Waghorn, possibly. Um, yeah. Uh, Candias as well. Uh, Candias would probably bring him back. But no, uh, thoroughly deserved for James Tavernier, and he's a future Hall of Famer. Um, he, he, I questioned, I did I'll openly admit, I questioned when he, he was made captain and oh, how he has has he proved me wrong. Uh, and he will be remembered as a club legend. It's always hard while a player still at the club to think of them as a kind of legendary status, but I, I've got no doubt about it. The guy is going to be remembered as a legend. Uh, and yeah, he'll be remembered as one of the best signings we've probably ever ever had. And he's probably the second best right back we've ever had. So yeah, delighted for him. Absolutely delighted for him. Delighted for us. Um, means he's sticking around. But yeah, looking forward to his testimony already. Not that I want to wish his career away or anything like that, but it's uh it's a rare thing, a testimonial nowadays. Yeah, Scotia. I mean, for a guy to stay how long he's been through some Turbulent years with Rangers as well. I've mentioned many a time he could have easily left them and down south again. Stayed with us. Got his just reserves uh, deserves. And um, as Carney says, he's he's looking at a testimonial of Rangers, which is unheard in modern day football. Ah, uh, it's cracking news because I think what he was he's already contracted to twenty twenty five, isn't he? Which kind of just takes him up to the season. Was it twenty four? It is. Sorry, I thought he yeah. was into the twenty four twenty five season. But I know when it stops, it's just the next season. Or, that'll be his testimonial year. So I think it's vital that we got him signed up for that because it'll be a good a good week. When the day comes, it'll be a great wee occasion, I'd imagine. So hopefully he can have some great years in the interven- intervening period. But I think as well, it's probably more, it's not just obviously for the testimonial, it's Rangers securing the asset because people will be looking at Taff after his performances. So it's putting another year onto his contract, giving him a better wage to, so that Tav doesn't decide, oh, look, look at this old offer over here, I can't not refuse that so I think it's really good business um, by Rangers in that sense getting him tied down a wee bit longer and going forward you just hope that something similar is happening in the background with your likes of Kent and Alfie Yeah, Brian it, it takes him up to age of 34 the end of that deal, if reportedly he does sign it as like I say I, I think the guy's a machine, you've seen him out this pre-season, he's out in Dubai doing with personal trainers, he's not out in America or Ibiza getting pissed like the rest of them. He's he's out training and um, he's a very important player for Rangers um, to have going forward. And I'd assume you're as delighted as the three of us that he's looking like he's signing up for another couple of years. 
I'm wondering by the time if he's 34 that Sikowski will maybe get a game by then, but stay tuned for that one. Good shout, I forgot about Sikowski, I'd be echoing a lot of what the guys have said, but at the same time, I would be a hypocrite if I sat here and, and shout for rooftops, because I am very much, I think it was Curry Muncher said, I'm a very, very much a FFS sake, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, daft guy, I am. I rip into him constantly, but He's earned that. He's earned that contract. His performances. I think it was being Carly did a pod about him um, after one of the European games. His performances in Europe last season where they blew me away because I didn't think he had in his locker. I've always thought he's fifty-five season. I thought he peaked there. I think he really he just led by example, and I want to see that again this season. I want to see him lifting trophies because that's what he now needs to add, and that's not all on him. But that's what he needs to add for me to get to this legendary status. And that could come now. This contract, I'm sure he'll be looking at his Rangers team and thinking some change in this team compared to the team that when I first played here. And he must fa- he must fancy getting his hands on some more trophies because he's been here a long time. And as you say, he's taken a few pastings. But nah, he's earned that contract. He's a very popular figure in the dressing room and very popular with the fans. And he's our captain. So it did make sense. And, and it's yeah, he's settled for four years. And I agree with the boys yourself, I think he will see his career at Ibrox now. Yeah, I think he represents Rangers really well as a captain. He's a, a good guy. He's he just look. It's just I, I just think everything you want a Rangers captain and how he should be, how he should conduct himself. I think he does that. James Tavener, you never see him in the back of a newspaper doing something. He's got a young family. He's married. He's he's quite happy up here. The only thing I would say in Tav, hopefully this season. I know he's he takes the penalties. I hope one of the new boys coming in can share the free kicks. <laughs> I and knew I you were think, going to say that. <laughs> I, think, I think Tom Lawrence potentially could be that guy to hit free kicks for us. So, um, Is Tom Lawrence all, already the new Joe Aribo to you? Is that the way you feel about it, Tom it, Lawrence? It, yeah. It's because, it's because, like I say, I've seen a lot of him in the championship yeah. and I always used to think he's a decent player. And when he came to us, I thought, no, he'll do as a turn. So we'll see, Carney. I've not seen <laughs> Tillman yet. I've not <laughs> seen the new left back coming in potentially, so I need to see who my new favourite player will be. But um, yeah, moving on from that to the European draw for the third round. So, Scotia, I'll come to you. I'd assume, I know you didn't do stats in the last one, but I assume you've done stats in this. Union saint Julies in the Belgian League. We play away I'm on done. the 2nd of August and we play at home on the 9th. The downside is it's on Premier Sports, so I don't know whether we'll actually get to see the game or not, but it is on Premier Sports. Um, Scotia, you actually, if I'll let you tell everyone about this Belgian League, because it's quite bizarre how they actually work out the champion of the Belgian League. He's on mute. mute. Absolutely outstanding. Brilliant stuff. Honestly, Scotia, what an... Oh, he's edging himself. Oh, it's all went wrong there. Thank you, Nevin. Hang on, I need, to know, I need to know that one down for the blooper show. Hang on, I'll need to know that one. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, yes. Sorry about that. Um, no, I, I was, what I was saying there while I was on mute and before I took myself off camera was um, if when Ryan was last on, he'd kind of asked this question. And I kind of said that this were the team that I probably wanted the most in terms of the our first team that we would play in the in the qualifiers because um yeah they finished top of the regular season in Belgium which I think's thirty four games you nice. play each team there's eighteen teams you play you play each team twice and then after that you go into a top six playoff league 
your points get halved and then you play each other team again twice and the winner of that, whoever tops the, that table at the end is the champions, which Club Bruges managed to do uh, last season. So they're the ones that ended up straight in at the Champions League. We faced this team in the, the third round playoff. Um, their first last season was the first season back up in Belgium for 40, 50 years. Um, so the Brighton's Kenny Brighton's owners have got them as well. So a few Brighton players. I think one of the winger Brighton wingers has went and loaned to them this season. I know their striker from last season's went in the opposite direction. Um, so I think it's a fairly, fairly decent tie for us. Um, and I'm hoping for the best. I know they start their league tomorrow as well. They they start tomorrow. It's on. I don't know if it's we'll be able to see it or anything. I'll maybe try and see if there's a way I can watch it to get a wee bit of a further lowdown on them. But no, it should be a good tie. Yeah, Ryan, I seen you there um, looking when Scotia was explaining their league format. There, I could see you wanted that introduced into Scottish football. Um, what's your thoughts on their league format and um, obviously playing them? That's some carry on that they've got over there. Is Neil <laughs> Neil Doncaster in charge of that? Is he? Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's an absolute joke. So they lo- they lost the league for Scotia, yes. Yeah, yeah. And they were top of the league after 34 games by about four points or something. Yeah. That that suggests to me, as you would expect in a Champions League qualifier, that suggests to me they'll be absolutely no mugs. I did read that, again, Scotia will be confirm this, they've lost a couple of players from last season, so I don't know whether that will be, but I think we've got to be on it. I think this team will be... Pretty decent. Um, yes, we could have got worse, but I think we've got to be on it. I think Malmo, we've got to learn from the Malmo game, where I think because we did well in the Europa League the year before Malmo, I think there was a bit of arrogance from the fans, maybe myself included, that we would just sweep Malmo aside and we get caught, caught short. So I think Rangers have got to be on it in a week on Tuesday, and if they've started a league as well, I hate that. I hate when a team started a league before we actually play them. It's I know we love what we one game under our belts, so it's only one game, yeah. but I'd imagine they're pretty primed and finished with a pre-season ready to go. So it'll be interesting to see, but I think we will have a game in our hands, Ali, if that's the case. If they've been leading that league, that Belgian league, and lost out to a playoff, then they'll be a decent outfit. Well, they beat yeah. Feyenoord 4 0 in a friendly last week. Yeah, so it's a Lisbon friendly. As well. They beat Sporting Lisbon yeah. or something as well. They're over them one each. Again, again, like we need to. It's, it's, it's the same as we said last season. I don't fear it. We just need to be on it. If we're on it, we can beat a lot of teams. But we need to be on it. I think, and then we can choose the. Yeah, right. Um, Carney, Ryan's right there. I, I don't think Rangers will, will go into this game like they did against Malmo. I, I honestly think they went into Malmo last season thinking. It's Malmo. We should get through this, and I'd like to think they've learned a lesson from that. And I think they'll um, they'll respect this team. We should be able to beat this team over two legs, but there'll be no mugs. I mean, they were top of the league after thirty four games. Obviously, we've played um, Royal Antwerp in that league, Anderlex in there as well, Bruges. So they'll be a decent team. They will be a decent team. Yeah, uh, Rangers can't underestimate this team at all and I generally don't think they will there's a few reasons that I, I, I kind of think that one of them um, and maybe the main one is John Lundstrom second is Connor Goldson the fact that he's committed his future to here and so has James Tavernier uh, they are three pretty, crucial, three pretty crucial people to keep the, the mentality correct uh, within a tie like this uh, I, I, I agree with Ryan if we show up and we play the way that we can we will get through that I think 
I think we've, we've got every chance to, but no, we cannot be complacent. Nobody at this stage of the competition is going to be, um, is going to be a mug. It's not going to be a walkover. It's not the way it used to be. I remember Rangers playing. Oh, what was that team? Melania, Lava, 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 Kansas. I remember them, and it yeah. was like 10, th- yeah. 10 three in aggregate. Yeah. And I remember, I remember watching McCoy score out there, and it was like the worst TV connection you can ever imagine. It it's not, it's not like that anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's not like that anymore. So no, they're going to be a decent outfit. Uh, that Belgian league is. I mean, we complain about the split. I mean, what is that? Honestly, yeah, straight in the bin with that. That is shocking. Uh, but no, no mugs, mate. Absolute no mugs. Looking forward to it, but I think we are. We are more than capable of getting through, but the we have to approach it correctly. Uh, but I do have belief in Gio. I've got belief in the the leaders within the team that that um, the mentality will be correct, and I'm quietly confident that we'll get through that round. Yeah, I, I'm the same. And the second leg being at Ibrooks, I like. Yeah, I like. I, I like, and I like that going as a fan because you know you know what you need to do to get through, and it, it adds to the atmosphere. And also the draw for the playoffs is just before the first leg of the third qualifier. So we'll find out then who potentially we could get in the playoff round too. So that'll be interesting to see who we get in that one. Um, Scotch, I don't know if you know the teams that we potentially could get in that. Yeah, one in Monaco or PSV, because they get drawn against each other, which is good, because it means one of them are out. Um, and then it'll be one of either Sturmgratz against the winners of... Kiev and Fenerbahce, which is yeah. currently sitting at 0-0 after the game the other yeah. night. So. Yeah, so de- de- decent teams, to be fair, that we potentially... We need to get past this team first, but in the playoff, that is decent teams. So it will be hard to get to the, the group stages, but we are more than capable of doing it. So moving on from that to the final bit of the show is the Spurs game at Ibrox tomorrow, which we're all looking forward to going. I think we're all going at tomorrow. Um, three o'clock kickoff Saturday. It's a sellout as well, which I've seen. Um, really looking forward to this one. Obviously, Tottenham have bought in um, Perisic, Rakalson. Um, they brought in another boy as well, the Summer, I think it was something like that. Um, so they'll be. They must start this season soon, Spurs. So this should be a good game. Um, Scotia, I'll come to you first. Obviously, West Ham we dealt with. On Tuesday night, Spurs coming up here with Harry Kane, Son, and a couple of other boys I mentioned there. This will be a good game. Yeah, I'm looking really forward to this. It's top quality opposition. The way that Conte's had them going in pre-season um, looks very, very tough, um, which I like to see. It looks brings you back to kind of the Jock Wallace up the up the sands at the beach there, because um, there was folk, you know, being violently sick after it. So I think they're getting trained really, really hard. They were obviously out in Korea. Just there. I know they played a couple of games out there, one against the K League Select team fairly comfortably, and then they played against Sevilla last week and put out a very strong team and drew that one each. So I expect them again to put out a fairly strong team at Ibrooks because obviously their their season kicks off just a week after ours. So it's not as if, you know, usually with English teams, they've maybe got two or three weeks more pre season than we do. Um, so I expect them to be fairly strong tomorrow and it should be a good challenge and it's one of the reasons I expect we'll maybe see that back three play for with for us because it's the type of team that I would expect us to play utilise a 3-5-2 formation Yeah, Ryan, 
Tottenham come up obviously well the they're big stars that they have Tottenham they, they underachieve in that Premiership I think Tottenham they must be a nightmare of a team to support because they put a run of games together and then fall away but um, yeah they'll they'll fancy themselves coming up tomorrow to, to give us a right good game and it'll be interesting how we line up I mean I, I I think the first half I'd like to think the first half we'll line up kind of what we'll line up against Livingston at the weekend I'd like to maybe think that so what, what's your thoughts on Saturday? Bear in mind, we also play Queen's Park on the Sunday, so this is very much like the, the Real Madrid-Brighton thing where we've seen half a team. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's if he's just going to... if he mixes it up a bit tomorrow. Maybe not completely, but I wouldn't be surprised if he just... he changes a few things tomorrow and there's a few surprises in there. Don't matter quality opposition. As you say, I think that's probably... It's perfect as an opposition. You can get somebody who you have a chance with, but you need to be on your game because they'll be, as suppose I said, a week or a week behind us in terms of the preparation. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm a big uh, Son fan, so I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm hoping he's going to be playing tomorrow. Um, but yeah, Rangers just need to go out and, and and treat it like a competitive game. I think that's what Gio will be looking for. He'll be looking for them to to be sharp and have a go, just the way he did against West Ham and. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be interesting seeing him. The one man I want to see tomorrow is Tillyman. My oldest son has got me up, built up to a frenzy with this Tillyman. Apparently, he's the best thing since sliced bread. So I'm excited about him, and I'm excited to see him and where he fits in in this team. And I am hoping that he's playing against Tottenham tomorrow and not Queens Park. So hmm. yeah, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to to being at Ibrox again with my dad and seeing some decent football. Yeah, Carney. I mean. I'd like to think the the starting lineup is going to be more of the the new boys we've seen the second half of the the West Ham game here. Matondo's Lawrence's. Do we see Davies starting? I, I don't know. Um, Tillman. I'd imagine he'll come on for a cameo. So, yeah, it's exciting. Like I say, it's a sellout. It's fifty thousand fans. The other half of the city, as Ryan said, in our group chat, are actually playing tomorrow as well, which is bizarre to have the two of them. Um, but we'll have a full house and. Um, Looking forward to very much so, mate. Yes, looking forward to getting back to Ibrooks my first time for this season. Um, no, I, I'm the same as, as say Ryan, I, I'm a massive fan of Son, I think he's a, a fantastic footballer. So, I really hope we get to, to see him. And this is kind of what it's all about you want a, a kind of glamour tie for pre season, but I think where both teams are at pre season is probably a good thing. Obviously, we're just about to start our um, league the following week and when's the Premier League two weeks. We can't two weeks, yeah. yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. Um, so they're they're at pretty much a similar stage as us. So it'll be an exciting game. Um, I would like to think the old man Rangers da thing in me is going. If we're all buying tickets, he better play all the new players and not save them all for the Sunday. Uh, I mean, no disrespect to the B team, but I'm not paying to watch the B team tomorrow. I'm, what, I'm paying to watch the the new boys. It would be great to see Dillman tomorrow. Uh, I agree. I, I would like to think. The team that starts tomorrow, I would like to think, will be the team that starts against um, Livingston, maybe with one or two alterations in that. Um, but I'm hoping we see Davis, I'm hoping we see Tillman, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing Matondo and Lawrence in the flesh. Uh, and yeah, just getting back to Ibrooks, mate, it's a, it's a good feeling, this one. Uh, let's hope the, the weather holds up just a wee bit. Just a wee uh, bit would be better. Yeah, I looked, I looked at the weather and it looks... Um... 
yeah, it doesn't look great to be honest for later on. As long as no. it stays dry, he's walking there and walking back to the pub afterwards, I'll be happy. Yeah, you can do it at once, yes, yes. I do, do it once in between all that nonsense, but that, that's fine. But, um, breaking news, breaking news, well, breaking news. Here we go. Gordon, Gordon Ramsay was at the Rangers training set up today. <laughs> That's, that's about three hours. I heard it your first time. What did he cook? Can you? <laughs> I don't know, mate. Honestly, no, nothing. Literally nothing. Oh, folks just quickly before we before we wrap up and go. Sorry, I disrupted up in there. Um, oh, I right now you've got a good point. When it rains at Ibrooks, I don't really know when I'm at the game. You get absolutely soaked, mate. Part of it, and I'll tell you something. See if it's like tomorrow. My dad will be sitting himself, and I'll be in the pub. Simple. <laughs> I know, I know, I know what you mean. Uh, quickly, after you put it in, uh, just before we go, um, the new kit, obviously, it's not new. We've seen it months ago. Quickly, what's your, your thoughts on it, Ali? Sorry, you can take hosting back now. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to talk about the new kit, but like you say, Carney, we've seen it months ago. It's the same as a home kit. It was like, yeah, we've seen that. Um, yeah, I like it. Um, my sister was actually going to buy it for her husband today, and um, but she thought he she'd text him first it came back when I don't like it so that's glad she didn't buy it for him so um, my thoughts were yeah I quite like it to be honest I think it's alright but again what's the point because it's been leaked months ago and I've wow. seen it so it kind of takes the joy out of it a wee bit Scotia um, it's a Rangers top so I don't dislike it but at the same time I don't it's not really for me I've seen better away kits Ryan, obviously you've seen the away kit for 23-24 in Turkey, so you're about a year ahead of us all, so you've seen this ages ago. I did. Tailing in the back of it. Um, lazy. It's a lazy design from Castor. I'm not impressed from uh, Don't end the negative, but that's how I feel about it. And yes, it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's our thoughts in the wake kit. So that was um, very enjoyable in that. Yeah, I don't know whether I'll buy it. I know I've got the orange, I've got the home top as well. I've got training top as well. I'm the same as you boys. I think Rangers will cut their ties with Castor when it's up in a year's time, whatever it is, and we'll move on because they've not been great, let's be honest about it. Um, but yeah, that is that has been everything. That's been a, a bit of a hectic show, to be honest tonight, guys. That has been um, a lot of points to it, get through. When is it not a hectic show? I know, I know. <laughs> to be fair, I was actually going to come to you and ask for your starting lineup for tomorrow, but I thought, no, nah, we'll leave that for Livingston because it's a friendly. But um, yeah, anyway, I wanted to say thanks to my guest. First of all, Scott Carney, thanks for um, letting me host and um, coming on. I don't let you host me. I just take a break from time to time. Um, <coughs> uh, no, uh, brilliant, mate. Uh, really good. I'm, I'm surprised we get through all that in that time, mate. Uh, really looking forward to tomorrow now. Uh, and just a quick bit of housekeeping for the pod. Things were going to be completely back to normal as of next week. Club Deck Corner will be back. Club Preview will be back. And we'll be back in full swings with club reactions, etc. So it's all kicking off again next week. Thank you for your patience with us over the summer. Uh, but it's all... It's all kicking off again now. So I can't wait. Um, thank you, gentlemen, and I will see you tomorrow. I will indeed. And um, Scotia, thanks for coming on. I didn't know if you were coming on or not because you didn't see any group chat you were coming on, but you're here. <laughs> so all your fans are delighted. Um, I will see you tomorrow, and thanks for coming on tonight. Yeah, cheers. I've managed to get through another pod and put something else to the collection in my bloopers for the end of the season. And <laughs> it's not really started yet. So, um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> excellent. See you tomorrow. 
Yeah, it's become a bit of a theme now, Scotia, with you. So you can keep that up. That, that'll be good. And we can do a blooper show uh, at the end of the season. And uh, finally, Ryan, I hope you enjoy your night tonight. And um, yeah, maybe we'll see you tomorrow. It was a stellar debut from Ryan as well. You forgot yeah, to say that, debut. Ali. It was a stellar debut. Maybe like you think you think I've done this before. <laughs> uh, aye. Cheers, Ali. Good job hosting, mate. Um, hope you have a nice night, even. I hope you get a, a full night's sleep again, Carney. I will Thanks, no doubt see you tomorrow. If I'm feeling up for it, I'll see you tomorrow. Come get you for a pint. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yep. I'd like to thank the boys again and um, obviously all the, the folk in the comments. It was great to have you in, everyone um, watching us on YouTube. So, yeah, if you could like, share, subscribe, um, I'd be very thankful for that. And because we're closing in on 3,000 subscribers, which would be good to hit soon. Hopefully, we can do it very soon. That would be a good one for us. But, um, yeah, we have been Club at 22 The Rangers Podcast and we will be back with a match reaction on Saturday for the Tottenham game. <laughs>